going on, guys and gals? This is the Popcorn Hero Show. I am Armando. With me, as always, is Pedro. Hello, hello. Back for the first time, Mike. Hey. Hey. And <laughs> God's disgrace, Orlando. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm a fan of the new nickname. <laughs> Yeah, you would be. Chicken for fucking up, man. I guess. <laughs> uh, well, so, ladies and gents, today's podcast we're gonna be talking about um, some news that happened over the week. I think Monday. I think it was the day, something like that. Uh, James Gunn is back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy three, and we're gonna debate whether as to if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Hmm. Let's ponder it, Pedro. Give us a story. Nothing to debate. I'm glad he's back. I know we spoke about his tweets before that. You know, he was kind of on that whole train of blacklisting celebrities for some weird shit they've been saying. And uh, James Gunn was definitely one of them. He had some weird uh, pedo treat tweets. And yeah, shit was kind of it was kind of crazy. It was a little weird. It was, it was a lot of weird. But they were just tweets. You know, they didn't catch him doing anything. So. But we all pretty much kind of agreed that Disney, you know, did good with getting rid of him. But yeah, because it's the Disney brand, you know. Yeah. Kid friendly and all that good stuff. Nah, it was too long ago. Let him live. Oh, so you've changed your mind. I mean, I think just overall like this, I I guess just canceling people for for shit that happened a million years ago. Right. And And jokes at the end of the day. Canceling people for things that they've said and not for things that they've done is maybe what I have an issue with. Yeah, I definitely agree with that statement, but it is the Disney brand we're talking about, which is a completely different thing. I, yeah, I understand. I understand why If it was anybody it. else, even Pedro, I remember him saying this shit before, you fucked up. But Disney, you're talking about weird shit. Yeah, Disney has, I guess they, they have a different audience. Um, but what do you guys feel about it? Him coming back, like you agree with it? What's your thoughts on that, uh, Mike? Start off. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm I'm with uh Pedro. I'm glad that they brought him back. Um, I I not like looking back at the whole thing. I don't think they. I understand why they did it, but I don't think they should have fired him. I think if they would have just laid low, if he would have made his apology, everything would have. I mean, it's pretty much blown over at this point. Um, but yeah, everything everything is blown over and. Especially since I remember we were talking about it before, and it wasn't the first time those tweets had surfaced. Right. So it was the second. It was the second time they surfaced, and then now Disney Disney had known. Like they, they knew. They knew, but because of the climate at the time when it surfaced, it was like, yeah, now it's better to cut ties. Right. I mean, you know, like, like we said, I I get it, but it I'm, made I'm sense glad at the time. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's good. It's good yeah. to be back. Orlando, your thoughts? I mean, I, I'm glad they brought him back since the, since the simple fact that like he's directed. All the other two movies, it's best to have him back to finish the story, and it wouldn't have the same feel if it was somebody else. So he even two, Guardian Galaxy two didn't feel as it wasn't as in my opinion wasn't as great as Guardian Galaxy one. But it still felt like a Guardian. Still, yeah, it still felt like a fun, like film to watch. So they definitely needed him back for three. I like we, I do agree with the firing. I think that at the time. It was right to fire him. Like I said, it's the Disney brand. They, sh- I felt like maybe because the tweets were so, there was a, a lot of them. We didn't read all of them, but there was a lot. I felt like maybe they should have like looked into it to see if he has anything else like under his closet. They didn't. They didn't need to, but um, I just thought like 
the the amount of it like if he did come out of it if it let's say something else happened where it came out that he was a pedophile it's not like we would be shocked you know I'm like oh well these tweets are all there it's like in your face kind of thing yeah the evidence was there yeah from the get-go um but i'm glad he's back um i'm wondering how it's gonna be now because he's also directing suicide squad 2 yeah so i guess like scheduling wise from like, what i understood suicide squad 2 or the suicide squad as it's going to be called now because it's a full-blown reboot full now blown reboot. they say that that's his priority so that's going to be the first one okay and then he'll get back to guardians 3 so Guardians 3 was going to be the first of Phase 4, and now it's pretty much going to be like the, last. The, the middle to last. It makes sense. Which anyway, is, is perfectly fine, because yeah. it's always been very standalone. And Disney has enough movies already. Marvel has enough movies already probably like saved up to like, okay, we don't need to release this now. We can literally do yeah, exactly. anything else. I think uh, the main reason I think why he's back was because he actually didn't... A lot of people, when they get ousted, they kind of go out kicking and screaming. Like they just get on a on a Twitter rant, they start bitching and raving, or like going crazy apologizing, or just like digging the hole deeper. Right. He just totally, completely unplugged. Didn't say a fucking thing. The only thing he said uh, was, I think somebody actually interviewed him, was the apology, pretty much saying that um that that he doesn't agree what they're firing, but he respects Disney's power to do it. That's right. more or less how he worded it. He was very humble about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, fuck it. I'm just going to stay quiet and then I'll, if I'm going to speak to them, I'm going to speak to them, you know, behind closed doors and then we'll figure it out from there. Right. And he didn't do, he didn't say anything and that's the way you do it. That's the right way. Cause that's usually, the right way to do it. Usually what happens is when you start going on Twitter and start doing the apology, people comment and then you have to like respond to them and then you're 20 threads into like your apology. It's kind of what happened to Kevin Hart. We're going to talk about that. All right. Because well, he's just part of the other part of our podcast. Uh, okay. Um. So... Essentially, you know, James Gunn apologized, admitted what he said was fucked up, apologized and disappeared and went into the night and then WB picked him up and whatnot. Um, it, it is cool that he is back to take charge of his franchise that made him a big name to begin with. Uh, there had been rumors that he actually never left, that Disney only did that to show face, but behind doors he was always there. Um, so... You know, if that's true, that's kind of crazy that, like, if, let's say, they kept that all in the hush. Well, essentially, they, 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 they kicked them out because they had to because they were trying to finish that deal with Fox. Uh, so they couldn't have any, you know, controversy ruining that amazing deal they were getting done or whatever. But if you think about it, let's say, for, hy- for hypothetically speaking, that it is true, right, that they, they, they never, quote-unquote, fired him. They always had him in the back pocket. Like, let's wait until this blows over. Let's wait until we close the deal. And then you could come back, which is coincidentally, the deal closed today or is closing. To, it closed today or is closing tomorrow. The Fox deal. So how the biggest coincidence that he comes back the beginning of the week, Monday, and then the Disney deal comes closes the next day. So it's kind of like, you know, the conspiracy theorists are racking their brains around this right now. I mean, it makes sense. I'm, I'm really not mad at them lying to everybody and still having him yeah. on their side. But the craziest part is, let's say that is true, right? Let's say Disney actually did have him in his back pocket this whole time. He signed the deal with WB, even though he had a deal with Disney, which is the craziest part. He had well, to stay in deep cover. <laughs> I mean... It's crazy, you know? And I especially can only imagine, the, though, like... I mean... I, I don't know how close all of these um, producers and movie like movie movie people are, like the execs, because imagine like Disney's like, hey, listen, you're gonna get fired. 
like imagine that that meeting we're gonna fire you right quick we're gonna put you we're gonna throw you out on the bus like you know and everyone's gonna know about like that you're fired you might not be able to find work but give it give us a year and we'll get you back in you know like it's possible uh, has, unless unless like i said like but he, he found work quick wb did. signed him up like but, a month after he got fired imagine though imagine if he didn't though like i said unless you unless everyone in hollywood is in on it like everyone knows like hey listen we're gonna fire james gunn pick him up don't worry about it we just need to like keep this on the download for like this this deal imagine if it wasn't like that with the he, amount of snitches in hollywood i don't see that if if it is the conspiracy is true it was only a few very, very select people. Very, very few and select. It wasn't white. It wasn't, yeah, like the heads of, like the heads of the heads would have to have thought of that because I, I, I don't see that being like common yeah. knowledge amongst the entire, you know, branch of all the Disney that had that, that same thought. No, I don't think so. And, and again, he took the fucking uh, um, DC deal at the end of the day. They've kept plenty of Hollywood secrets secret that hundreds and hundreds of people have known about that have, that's only recently been coming out by everybody so I'm pretty yeah, sure you think about the Harvey Weinstein exactly you know, it's the biggest example everyone fucking knew but nobody ever said anything about it touche touche yeah I mean it's not like he would have a say in it anyway it's kind of like well imagine it that boy meeting happens like what do you do argue with the execs like you're not gonna argue about it you're gonna be like alright cool I'll yeah, take the hit and like, then right, I'll see fine. you on the flip like, side cause if you argue it they'll just fire you and that's it but there's not like for him, he in his head, I think he pretty much assumed like, what's the fucking point of arguing? Yeah, I said it, it's fucking there. Yeah. So I'm just gonna, you know, fall Take down on my sword yeah. and just fucking walk away for a little bit and somebody's gonna pick me up at some point, hopefully. Right. And there and his representatives, his people, found him a new job, found him the DC job. Right. You know, DC was like, yo, fuck, this guy is exactly what we need for Suicide Squad, you know, to reboot it or whatever, to bring it back, to make it better or whatever. He he made Guardians something out of nothing. Imagine what he could do with Suicide Squad, which is about the same thing. And it could be potentially a rated R movie. And he could be as wild as he wants to be. He has no restrictions. So, like, the DC deal favors him much more than the Disney deal ever will. Because it literally sets him loose. Like, do you do whatever the fuck you want. Be as crazy and wild as you want to be. Because, you know what? We could deal with it and we could do it. But see, that's DC. why I feel like Disney jumped the gun with the whole firing thing because DC picked them up right after. There was absolutely zero backlash. Yeah. Nobody complained. It, it wasn't an issue at all. Nah. Like, so, right, cool, you got a new job. Exactly. Nice. So for him to be removed from, from quote-unquote removed yeah. for the bullshit comments from years ago, not bullshit, but the comments from years yeah. ago didn't make any sense. But again, it's like we've been saying, it's, the, it's Disney. Yeah. It's also, like hindsight's twenty twenty. like who... We don't never we never we didn't know how that was gonna actually fall like amongst like the audience like the people like obviously people are gonna be diehard Disney like Disney fans and also James Gunn fans they're gonna want him back but we didn't like who knew how the public was gonna see him after all this you know yeah because I remember when it came out like he was getting like it was in almost every article and every article had the old tweets and so Everybody. I was like oh I I could if you would have told me oh he's done I'd be like yeah he's fucking done yeah you know I I, I would. I would have believed it, like that he would be gone out of the spot at least for like a year. Or yeah, two. I, I thought the same. I was like, man, he's gonna be done for at least a, a while, like like a year at the minimum. Right. So, so I, I'm I'm pretty surprised that he's back. I mean, when I I remember I, I showed Armando the article, I'm like, look at this. That I'm like I'm like that can't be real. 
that can't be real. And then all of a sudden, it started popping up on other news articles, and yeah. we were like, oh shit, it was it it's was everywhere. Legit. And so like as a company, but, but if you, you think never... about it, he wasn't really gone. He had the DC deal. The only thing is, he was low key. Like he he never went away. Like it's not like he didn't have work for a year. He got right. a job as soon as he left. Right, but so like. I'm... He disappeared as in, like, I'm going to stay away from Twitter. I'm not going to do interviews. I'm not going to be in the limelight. Yeah. But I'm going to be making deals in the back. And he did make a deal in the back. He got DC, and now right. he's prepping to make that. But imagine... So, imagine like, he didn't it, disappear, essentially. Right, but what I'm saying is that we didn't know how... I, I, at the time, no one knew how the public was going to react to it. Granted, the public reacted fondly. They wanted him back, and there were his petitions, and the whole cast wanted him back. But at the time, imagine it, like... Let's say once, like we did, like as for Disney, I could see them like, hey, listen, we need to do this to cover ourselves, so we don't know what tomorrow is gonna be like or the next day, and we we are we are working on this deal with Fox, so you gotta go. Like, we just can't have another day to figure out what's gonna happen. Right. So I understand why they did it. You know. That makes sense. Yeah, and like I said, like we at the time we didn't know. I I, I literally yeah. thought that he wasn't gonna come back. I didn't think so. I don't know. I just feel like we're like we're in a society where we're quick to cancel anybody for anything, and it's yeah that initial reaction. Okay, everyone's posting the article at this point. It's clickbait. You post it, people are gonna someone's gonna look to see what you have to say on this issue or whatnot. But I don't think, in a lot of these situations, I don't think it really represents what people are actually feeling because a bunch of bullshit people comment once they see something. They don't they don't really care. They don't know what's going on. They don't they don't even bother to actually read. What happened? What he said? How long ago this was? They just react to the moment. Exactly. They'll just read the headline and go, "What?" and and they go by that instead of actually reading what exactly happened. Yeah. Exactly. That they have no interest like in in the movies or his career. They they don't they don't care what happens after they've yeah. commented on what they saw. Or how long how long ago was or who he is right now in this moment? Do you think it's like mostly the vocal minority who blew this out of proportion? I think the, that the, is the internet yeah is made up of the vocal minority, and in, in situations like that, I definitely think it's the vocal minority. I mean, when it comes to that, like the comment section and stuff like that, I, I think the majority of people do not spend their time on like Twitter constantly, like going into Twitter feuds and like spewing out like fire them. I, I think most people literally check their phone every couple hours to see what's the news or what's going on, maybe comment here and there, but they don't really get into this like whole vocal nah, minority dude, the, of the, the, the majority of people are on their phone all the fucking time yeah we're on, they, the, they, they, we're they on our phone but we're we're, we're passively scrolling passively scrolling dude, sure we're not, we're not commenting like oh fire them or something like that. no one has time for that kind of shit dude. dude if you're on twitter and you're an active twitter user you're fucking reading everything you don't have time for yeah, that you but don't. you're you're not the majority at all yeah, Orlando, you don't even have time to watch a fucking show all the way. <laughs> Got him. So then, so you guys think it's the majority who was who was uh, throwing him under the bus and saying like, I, I, or pe- I, people in general, people who have time to like do that. Do you think that's the majority or the minority? All right, so I, I think it's the minority of people who blow it out of proportions. Exactly. Um, but they're the majority of people commenting be, on they, fucking Twitter they are and the majority social media when it comes to online presence, right? The most level-headed people are not that. They're not out there saying all this crap, and they never, they don't talk that much, essentially. Yeah, unfortunately, the loudest ones are the ones heard, not necessarily, you know, the the the, the majority of people. Right. That's what I meant. So and that's, that's and that's what sucks. You know, what I'm saying like yeah. like we're having a level-headed conversation about this, but I bet you none of us are out online, like oh, you know, having those saying those 
level-headed conversations in that at there of the right. internet. We well, don't do that because we don't give a fuck. But there are people out there who fucking care so passionately about not being offended or offending people or this yeah. and that, and like they become that minority become the vocal majority because they're so fucking loud out there, you know? Right. And that's kind of what brings all this down. And then people who have the power to write articles about these things are writing about the article, not level headedly in a manner. They're trying to bring people down. And I think- Right, sometimes, a, some, some articles, yeah. Yeah, some articles, for, for sure. But I bet you if you look at all the James Gunn articles from back then, they were all trying to kill him. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what the fuck? You I can't mean, be you writing could, about this. You blah, could blah, blah. Rep- I mean, I, I, it depends on the article. I mean, you could just po- report the news. Like, hey, these are the tweets. He got but fired. But people don't do that anymore. That's the fucking problem. Like, people don't report. Like, hey, this is what happened. This is how it got to this point. People always inject their own biases into every article. Every not, article. Not, not every article like all that. All articles are not like that, dude. Article, yeah. yeah. There's, I want you to find me a topic without somebody injecting their own biases in it. Everyone does that. It's in, it's inevitable, dude. Right when now, when it comes to a topic like this, yeah, for the most part, yeah. people are putting injecting their own feelings. And into you know it. why they inject their own feelings to it? Because it inflames the conversation more, right? It gives it a more of a conversational th- topic to people to talk about. You never find people giving you hard facts, and that's it. They never yeah. do that because you're not gonna get the clicks. They want to go to the person who's talking exactly. shit and then you have comments, people talking shit to the person who was talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Now like, that he's back, you don't see half as many articles saying, oh, he came back. People aren't as worried about, oh, all right, Disney wanted him back. Or if he should have come back. You know, exactly. you're not seeing that. But when it fucking happened, everybody was giving an article about an opinion about whether it should or shouldn't happen. But nobody's talking about it where he should, he shouldn't have come back. And that's the fucking problem. Like, nobody's conversating. Everyone's giving you the facts. This time around, everyone's giving you facts. Yeah. Like, oh, James Gunn came back after a year or gone or whatever because of his uh, insensitive tweets. That's exactly. it. There's no article right now talking about how crazy that he came back or if he should have come back. or No, no, no. you probably find one or two, but not as much as there care. was in that moment in time in that zeitgeist, you know? Yeah, the majority of the articles, if you skim through them now, it's just people, it's more of surprise rather than, oh shit, one way or the other. It's just like, wow, he's back. Who would have thought because of these tweets? But hey, he's back and that's it. And he's doing Suicide Squad too. That's that's what every every article is saying. And that's what we, and that's what we mean. But like when the, con- when the controversy is happening, everyone likes to pile on to that controversy. You know, no one tries to give you a, a conversation or give you a perspective of like, hey, you know, let's break this shit down. You know, is it worth it? Blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Everybody wants to get the clickbaits, you know? And it gives them, it inflames the conversation in a negative manner in a sense. All right. So, now that we talked about James Gunn, his redemption from being blacklisted, I wanted to go through just a list of a few celebrities that were blacklisted because either the Me Too movement or... Some other dumb shit that they said, kind of like this one. And I wanted to start it off with... R. Kelly? Ooh. (laughs) Fuck. You know what? Why not? I wasn't going to go there, but fuck, let's go there. That's kind of the biggest one we have now? Yeah, you know what? You're right. Uh, I mean, I was going to say Michael Jackson would have been the biggest one, but he's dead as fuck. Oh shit, Michael Jackson, the one that just happened. He's dead as fuck. So yeah, man, R. Kelly. Um, Blacklisted. Nah, he's never, ever. There's no way to bounce back. He bounced back once before. He's blacklisted now, dude. Fuck, damn sure he's blacklisted now. Yeah, I think before he, you know, he got arrested and they, they he got arrested. I think he got arrested back then, but now he's fucking arrested. He's going to court. There's all this shit happening. I don't even think that interview did him any justice. The one where he's like, <laughs> 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 I 
you know, or he I just mean, says that, that, that did not, if anything, it made people think he was more guilty. I think. I I think the people the people who know the story can see that. All right, you full of shit at this point. Yeah. But there, I've seen there are people that who don't really know who who know like just like the 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 surface details or whatnot, and to them, him showing emotion makes him more. Not compatible. Um, it makes him more believable for whatever reason. Hmm. I don't know. Like he's fighting for his life, I guess. Like, like why? Are you, why are you doing this to him? But he is. He is fighting for his life. He, I'm fighting he, for my life. If he if he goes to prison, it's it's a wrap. They're waiting for him. At this they, point. They, they're waiting. They're, they're sharpening <laughs> all kinds of shit. If he goes <laughs> if he goes in there with Jesse, it's it's a wrap. Are you oh. crazy? They're, Jesse's in Chicago, right? Jesse, that's another good one. They're yeah, they're both in Chicago. All right, all right. So. Let's talk about R. Kelly. You think he's coming back around the table, Orlando? Hell no, he's not coming back. Mike. There's no fucking way he comes Pedro. back. Pedro. Fuck no. Hell no, guys. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Next person, Jesse Summit. Just- why did he wait? First, let's talk about why he went Jesse under. Jesse Summit. I'm gonna fuck about that guy. Smollett. Yo, put some respect on his name, bro. All right, all right. Let's give a brief overview of why he went blacklisted. He fucking faked an ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> he faked a racist MAGA hat Not only ass he whooping. Faking, he faked. He had black guys play the white guys that was beating his ass. Yeah, and they were ca- and like he knew where the cameras were, and they were these buff ass <laughs> black dudes too. Like not even every photo he was black guys. Every photo is without a shirt. Can you it's imagine like, like why? them hitting him? Like yo, not too hard, N- nigga. Stop. <laughs> like, and then after they showed the guys, and then you look back at the fucking picture of his ass whooping, there, there is no fucking way these guys beat your ass and poured bleach on you, and you had a scratch under your eye. That's what, that's, that's the it? story you're trying to tell me. But Mike, but Mike, he's the gay Tupac. Oh, <laughs> that's especially where he lost me. That's where I didn't know what was oh going God. on. <laughs> All right, is he coming back, Orlando? Uh, I fought the fuck back. <laughs> I. <laughs> If he beats these charges, goes to jail. If he beats the charges, doesn't get like no jail like, time. No, yeah, no jail time. He could maybe do like a YouTube series. <laughs> he's not coming back, dude. Fuck at, that. Best, at the end of the day, he's not coming back in that sense because, like, what exec is gonna hire him after you try to pull a stunt to get supposedly to get the to get more money, which is crazy that you you go. Above and beyond to pull his stunt to get more money, like why? Supposedly he was making 60 k an episode, sixty thousand an, an episode. But 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 also, I think there were rumors that he was going to get killed off too. Right. Yeah, but Terrence Howard, was, I'm sure Terrence Howard was making way more than that. He didn't want to see Terrence Howard shine. What the fuck <laughs> you talking about, dude? Dude, sixty k. Yeah, but an Terrence Howard is the main person in, of the show. Dude, that's a lot of money. How many episodes has he been in? Was he in like the entire season? What is it, like twenty episodes at least? He's he's one of the main recurring characters. Dude, he's, right, yeah, he's hey, uh, what's his name? Son. He's he's in there. All right, all right. Let's put it like this. Let's say the season is what twenty three episodes, right? Yeah, let's say he was in. Episodes. Let's say he. Let's say he was in twenty of them. Twenty times sixty k. The motherfucker made one point two million in one season. And you're complaining? No, nah, man, get the fuck and out. You're complaining <laughs> that you wanted a raise? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here. One point two million. How much did he pay those guys? <laughs> Yo, this cheap fucker. <laughs> those three, like thirty five hundred. That, that, that's probably why they snitched them out. The beat is that? Nah, man. They, 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 they didn't the hold up in questioning. They're like, fuck that. He didn't pay me shit. I think it was like ten thousand or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm. Nah, like, it definitely. It was, I'm actually just making up that number. I really like, don't know. It was under five thousand that he paid them. Damn. 
And I think they had to buy their own fucking supplies. So <laughs> buy your own rope, buy your own bleach. <laughs> um, wait, I think I think he can come back. Okay, because he's already started to play the mental health angle, and once you play the mental health angle, you you start to, whether it's true or not. I'm not here to say whether it's true or not, but you start to get sympathy. Wait, opinion check, Orlando. You're a psychologist here. Do you get? Do you start getting uh uh Barney points for mental health? Well, mental health recently has been more in the spotlight, and so people are being more sensitive to that matter. So he might be able to like get sympathy from the public, but there's no way that, like I said, there's no way Hollywood execs are going to hire you after you try to pull off a scam to get more money. So he might do like a YouTube series, maybe. Who knows? Maybe he'll do something like that, but there's no way he's getting, he's going to get hired from Hollywood exec. All right. So we made the math here. Let's say that he did get paid 60K every episode. He made an entire, his entire run was 79 episodes. He has made $4.7 million <laughs> in the show. And you're complaining about your pay. Yeah. See how much Terrence Howard got. He was mad. He was sick of the shit. Because honestly, Terrence Howard probably got that on per episode. Show, <laughs> he was probably the most talented person on that show, honestly. Like, out of all the. Out of all the recurring characters, he's definitely the most talented person on that show. Um, all right. So do I think he'll bounce back? I think he'll bounce back in a certain way, as in like he's he's known. He's known. I know I, I don't I don't He's not a bad actor. He can he can really, really yeah. sing. I think he can bounce back. His he's music gonna, career is over for sure. He's gonna bounce back in STDs. That's what he's gonna bounce back on. So, so I looked By the it up. Way, he was reporting Wait, wait, STDs being straight to DVDs for those not in the know. Continue, right. Orlando. Currently STDs. STD has been the name for VOD. sexually transmitted disease. Is now STI for those who didn't know. What does that stand for? Uh, infections. Sexually transmitted infections. Right. I guess disease is uh is insulting. So I was, well, the reason why they changed it to infections was because it's not really a disease. Like some some cases, you don't really have a disease. So that's why. So it's, it's more just of a, a virus, terminology, huh? basically. I, I, I think people got insulted. They were, I'm not I, diseased. I don't have a I'm disease. Infected. I'm just infected. I'm, it's going to be gone next week. Dare, that's not very 2019 of you. So um, <laughs> supposedly he was getting paid reportedly 20000 an episode. Sorry, guys. Oh, 20000 Okay, that, that changes the numbers. Go, Bro, right, so 20000 He did 79 episodes at twenty k a pop. What does that come out to? One point. Six million. We're rounding up here. One point six million dollars for essentially that's what four seasons worth of work. Um, yeah, he's, you know, he's, yeah, that's still like four hundred sixty a year. Nah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but if you say he was the best, all right. So he he got paid per episode, right? And with eight eighteen episodes per season, seventy nine episodes in total. That man. would bring. Oh yeah, yeah, two hundred sixty thousand. Oh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Supposedly, net worth is like about uh, half a mil. Obviously, you, yeah. make, you make money, he, you spend money. He could definitely bounce back. I don't think he will for a while, but he definitely can. He's on the show acting his ass off every episode, and he's the only one on the show that can consistently sing. Have, have you ever heard Terrence Howard try to sing on the show? <laughs> that that shit the show. is horrendous. Mm. I'd be mad as fuck, too. Get Terrence mm. Howard out of here. No. Hey, Ter- <laughs> Terrence Howard has been the best roadie, okay? You only have to compete with one other roadie. <laughs> yes, right. I was just about to say it's not that big a comp. It's a fifty-fifty shot. He was the best, though. Yeah, I, I agree. He was the best. 
Yeah, I mean, if he comes back, it probably is like on a small network. Nothing like one of those. I mean, TV. There's so many networks now that maybe TV. Yeah, I mean, he, he probably do like one of those. What is it, Hallmark or Ion or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> I think he could bounce back. He could do it if he plays his cards right, keeps the low profile, gets out of jail soon. He could bounce back. All right, let's do another more recent person, and I'm going to talk about Liam Neeson. He had a scandal. Oh, you didn't know about the scandal? Oh, get Pedro ready. Fenderman. Oh, now nah, get him the fuck out of here. Mike, Mike, <laughs> you, you don't want him to go and uh, look no. for a, a, a black I think feller. we discussed this before. Part of the, going back to, who did we talk about first? Uh, James Gunn? No, James Gunn. Going back to James Gunn, you know what? That shit doesn't bother me because I've never, I've never had an issue with pedophilia in my life. Yeah. So when people make so, jokes, it doesn't affect me. I don't remember a traumatic time in my childhood. But when you start with the black jokes, get get Liam Neeson the fuck. But here's out the here. thing, Liam Neeson, it wasn't even a joke. <laughs> he was out there really trying to kill. He was actually really trying to kill someone. I wish, I wish he would have found somebody to beat his ass. I really <laughs> wish he he thought taking was real life and found some random black guy to beat the yeah. shit out of him. Wait, it, it, wait, it, it, Mike, it was it was a long time ago. Mike, but yeah. can you recap recap what the controversy is? What happened to him? Uh, I I don't really remember the controversy. So what happened was that he's it was for Cold Pursuit, the movie that he's doing. And, and and it was just like, have you ever felt, it's a revenge movie, so it's like, have you ever felt the urge of, of revenge? And he was saying, well, when I was younger, like in his 20s in Scotland, he had a friend who got raped. No, it was a friend. It was a friend. A, a very close friend to him got, got raped. And when he was like, he was like, who, do you remember the person? And she was like, no, I just remember that he was black. Liam Neeson, um, wanting to uh, avenge his friend, right? Took an uh, a machete or no, an axe. no, no. I forgot what it was right now. He, what kind of survival game is this? He took a weapon onto the streets. Yeah, yeah, he did. I he just can't took, remember what it was. He took a machete or an axe or no, nah, it, it wasn't anything that crazy. Where did he get the axe from? I'm confused. This is this is well, a movie. This is real life. Yeah, we'll get back to that one. I don't remember well, what yeah, it was. And then he went prowling the streets looking for. A, Hoping to run he, into a black guy. He is pretty what much, he said. yeah. He pretty much said that he was hoping that anyone, any black dude, would start trouble with him so that he yeah. can, you know, kill him. And everyone was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, you racist!" Uh, oh, oh, got okay. it. But I'm sure he can bounce back. I'm sure he can bounce back too. But again, it's like you said, this doesn't hit home. I mean, the 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 pedophilia one doesn't hit home to you because he didn't. Obviously, you guys are black, so it hits home for you guys. So it's going to hit you a hell of a lot harder. Never watching another Liam Neeson movie. Movie. I hope he's never in anything again in his life. Hmm, I'm trying to I think. I hope he of, runs into a black guy on the I'm, street. What if he's in a movie with Will Smith? So. <laughs> <laughs> Will wouldn't do us like that. <laughs> so it's one of those things where this wasn't really something that anyone dug up. You know, he admitted it. You know, he was... He wasn't like he wasn't. He was like, sorry about it. He was yeah. actually saying this is a terrible time. He didn't, like no one dug it up. No one like pressed him about it. It was like, hey, you're for revenge. He could have he could have just said any random story, but he was like, honestly, like truthfully, there was this terrible thing I did, and, and there was this terrible thing I thought, and exactly. everything. And so, honestly, I think he'd come back. And, I, he'll and, he'll and come back. It really hasn't been in the in in the public. Uh, like people haven't talked about it in a long time. I mean, it, 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 it was just because it, really. it was a slow news week, so that right. shit was all over the place. But. The fact that he was open about it, like, hey, I had these terrible racist thoughts and I wanted to commit 
and I took a walk, and then I was no longer racist. So Get he the said, "Fuck out of here." He said it was a kosh, which is essentially a thick, heavy stick. Essentially, that's what it translates. To. Oh, okay. No, no. I mean, I right, so wait. So do you think that for once a racist, forever a racist? Ninety nine percent of the time. Ha- haven't you seen right. Green Book? This is forty. This is the, <laughs> <laughs> the Oscar winner, best picture, Green Book. Cause this is forty years ago. I've I've never met a racist at one point in life, and then ran into that racist at a later point in life. So I can't a hundred percent give you an answer. Uh, to be fair, but I've I guess also that's... never met a person that stopped being a racist. Look, man. So hot take right here, kids. If in a sense you're person who you're really close to gets raped you're gonna go crazy and the frame of mind that you're in dude if your sister were to get raped right now you go crazy what, what, what's going on right now i'm just telling you right now I, I, i'm just I telling you straight up straight up but i don't know and, what you're talking about if that were to happen right to my sister i'll go crazy too are we on, still on the podcast? Is it recording? <laughs> of course I would care. I'd go look, out in the streets. Be, be on the, the first point. black guy I could find <laughs> to attack him, apparently. Look, beyond the point, like he was a back, you know, back then, I guess they didn't give a fuck about that shit, uh, like race-wise, right? Especially in Ireland, of all places, which is, I don't, I don't know how it is over there. But if you think about it, in a terrible frame of mind, he, is, he was in a revenge mode. And if that were to happen to you, you would probably do the, not maybe like the race thing, but you will actually try to go find somebody Emotion, about that A lot nature. of times when you're in an emotional state, it shows who you really are. For sure. So if you think about it, that was a personal thing that he went through. People, some people are not even saying like, hey, that was quote unquote brave of you to even mention that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like no one in their right mind will ever fucking say that shit out loud. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the things you keep to your grave, to your own thoughts and you take it down to the grave. But it's crazy that he mentioned that. Like, I, I, I find it curious that nobody decided to unpack that. Well, thing I mean, I, I was listening to... And went straight to, to the racism, I was listening to um, Trevor Noah speak about it and he was saying how it was, like, brave for him to admit it. At the end of the day, though, you know, we can't say what each of us would do in those situations because those are such crazy situations that everyone has a different reaction to those things. At the end of the day, that's, uh, I would, I consider that reaction like overboard. It's just too, it's just too far. Like it's too far gone. Especially when she told you this, it's not like you probably did that immediately, maybe a couple hours later, the next day, like, like what the fuck, man? Like go home, take a cold shower, relax. Like, like, you know, like, let it pass over. But what he did was racist. He had a, he, he did something racist. At that moment, he is racist. And that's one of the, the things that, at least what I saw from the interviews, is that he was trying to justify saying, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a racist. Maybe you're not a racist now, but 20 years ago, you for damn sure were, you know? And you committed, you were about to commit this terrible, a terrible act. I mean, if he did that, he probably would never have a career. But I also feel like people are glazing over the fact that he's like, yeah, this was a fucking terrible thought I had. Like, no one's saying, oh, he's, everyone's going straight to his racism, but no one's saying, like, yo, he had, he admits that he had a terrible what, thought. What is, he had a terrible thought process, and his coping mechanisms was fucking terrible. Right. And, but no one talks about that. Everyone talks about the races or racism of that. Because like we talked racist. about earlier, that, that's what gets clicks. Well, also, it's, yes. you know, um, a lot of I was um, listening to an interview with the psychologist. He was talking about this. He wrote a book called Evil, and it's about basically how 
a lot of murders and like uh, domestic violence come from people you know, right? They on the hands of people you know, and it's it was pretty much the summary was that anybody could commit these these heinous acts. Like we all have, we all are capable of doing terrible, terrible. Yeah, that things. temporary insanity or just rage. Yeah, just... we have. Yeah, we all have that. We all have. We are capable of committing terrible things, and so it's not like just you know like one in a million. It can happen to any of us. And at that, now bringing it back to Liam Neeson, he obviously had a moment like that where he snapped, you know? And so... For a whole week. Yeah. That's the thing, though. That's, that's why I said... He said like, every day for multiple days. I don't remember how many days he said, looking but... Looking for he, a black bastard. Was, looking for a black bastard. description? Yeah. So you think he's no longer racist? You think his, his racism is over with? If that's his description he, of the person he, he was looking He's talking about how he felt in that moment. To still use that kind of terminology, you you haven't really. I don't feel like you've learned. I mean, that's it's forty years ago, and in my opinion, I think he he probably for him to admit it to him to be like, hey, listen, I did this terrible thing. You might, I, I in my personal opinion, I would think that you're comfortable enough where who you are now and how you feel about yourself. It, it, Again, um, with black people, with other races, with better like minority groups, to you to admit that must say that you're okay with who you are. Now, and as a as for the public, we we're we're all gonna judge on different on different beliefs, you know. Or maybe you just don't understand you're a fucking racist. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe to you it seems okay, and you don't you didn't think that anyone else would react as badly or as as much as they did to what you said. But the thing is, though, when he first said it, he did admit this. He's like, I did this terrible thing. He, he kind of set it up like, hey, I'm about to drop some shit on yeah, you. He, right he, goes, he goes, there's a dark time in my life. I did some ter-, And then, bam, then he starts to start. So he right. set it up for like, so yo, it, I'm prepare gonna- for this fucking crazy shit. <laughs> right. It's not like he's just like, I remember that, t- that the back in the day, he used to fuck black people up all the time. Nah, he, he dropped it knowing that, hey, I'm going to say some shit. It might, you know, it might have some consequences, but I'm gonna be real. Like, who, in my mind, who, the, why would you do that, knowing the climate, knowing the backlash that you might get for it, if you're not comfortable with who you are today and saying, "Hey, listen, I'm comfortable saying this because I am beyond that. I am over that. I am no longer that." Maybe a, you don't fully understand the climate, and b, you're promoting a movie. The controversy sells. Uh, I I actually think it hurt the movie. If anything, I, yeah, I think it hurt, it the, hurt movie. the movie. Nobody's watching Snowplow, anyways. I, I, I think <laughs> Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. <laughs> Snowplow sounds like a porno. That's what I said. Snowplow. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he just said it. It is. He was just being honest, and he was honest. Yeah. <laughs> fucking I, the wrong moment, wrong time. I do. I do think that it's a learning. It's it's a learning lesson for all of us. Kind of like, like I said, we're all capable of. We're all capable of racism. We're all capable yeah. of having evil thoughts. And I do think we're all capable of overcoming those those thoughts, overcoming that behavior and being oh, sure. better. Um so I at the end of the day, I feel like society I mean there no one's talking no one's talking about this anymore. So I do Nobody. feel like society for the most part is taking that in and is at least learn from it. Yeah, for sure. To keep your dark thoughts to yourself, man, essentially. He was the fucking <laughs> mention in an interview. Yeah, he really should have kept that to himself. He really should have. But I I don't think, honestly, I don't think his his feelings or his mind state that 
that day was an isolated incident. I think mm. that was a part of his personality. So, so you don't think in 40 years, so you think that that mindset is still in him to this to day? A, to a certain degree. Maybe he doesn't go around looking for black bastards every day, but to a certain, maybe he doesn't even realize to the, to the extent, maybe he doesn't even realize his mindset, like what it actually is. But I think, I don't think he's, he's changed all that much. I mean, I, I, have, I, I feel like people can change, you know? Yeah, but Especially it's, if it's been so long. Like, it's one of those things that we can't answer, honestly. Yeah, we can't. We don't, we don't know this we don't person. Know but, <laughs> but it's one of those things where, like, in... I think people have different mind frames and mindsets in generations as they come, right? Some people, let's say fucking 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, essentially, people highly disagreed with gay people. And they're like, oh, I don't want that shit in my life. I don't want, anyone, I don't want to know anybody about that. And now people are more open to that. So people who had those thoughts and feelings are not like that anymore because they're like, oh, like, why did I, why was I like, well, why was I like that? Why did I feel that way? And then it leads in a perfect segue into Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart did a lot of homophobic tweets, essentially. So all his homophobic tweets, he had backlash for it when he was announced as the Oscar host. And people brought back all those old tweets, all those old jokes he did in his stand-up. Free Kevin Hart. <laughs> so there, you essentially right now agree that a person can change their thoughts and opinions on a subject matter. Again, this is, again, going back to the James Gunn. There's a difference between saying some shit, especially if you're a comedian, and going out trying to kill a black person for something that they... they so it didn't even matter if they'd done the thing you were, you were upset about. So you're telling me that, like, in a sense, if he had those thoughts back then, he wasn't a homophobe. And he couldn't change in the last 15 years, 10 years, and have been like, you know what? Why, why was I against homophobia back then? It's fucking, I don't care about two guys fucking each other, being together. Like, that's not my life. It doesn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? But he, he was saying, like, I, I, I can't judge his actual intent behind those, those words. All I can do is... um. After seeing him for all these years, I can assume that he was doing this shit for comedic value. The same way I thought, I think James Gunn was doing this shit just to get just to get a reaction. Do I think maybe to a certain degree he felt that way? Possibly, most likely. But do I think he was completely homophobic? I don't think he was homophobic. Yeah. Do I think uh, Liam Neeson was racist? Absolutely. So I you're think, telling me in 15 years someone could change but not in 40? I do think that there are different degrees, honestly. Oh, for like, sure, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you're saying some tweets and then committing an actual act it, of violence. It was is, not only tweets. It was also a lot of in his stand-up routines. He mentioned that, like, oh, he, if, he, if my kid was up gay, probably, fuck that guy, you know what I'm saying? He probably was homophobic. Like I've said that a million I've said that a million times. If I had a, if I had a gay son, blah, 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 blah. But I'm not, I mean, I was homophobic to a degree. <laughs> Damn it, I'm a bad example. <laughs> but again, people change and your thoughts and opinions have changed throughout the years. You're right. not the fucking same kid you were 20 years ago, Mike. You're fucking 40 now. You're not homophobic. You're not, the same, you're not the 20 year old kid you were back then. You know what I'm saying? So like shit happens. Things change. Guy. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not the same anymore. You're not homophobic anymore, right? You go to Club Twist on Sunday, right? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and he ain't 40 either. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, know, I know that's the real part when he grabbed the mic. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, I ain't 40, that's, man. That's the main part. But um, <laughs> Kevin Hart's got to bounce back. It wasn't, I don't think it was that big. I really don't think he should have stepped down. Yeah. So anyways. Forgot, I forgot to mention, 
is Lee Leemson coming back? Mike or like or like Mike? Oh, he's come. He's coming back. People didn't. People enough. People didn't care. Orlando, he's coming back. I, I agree with Mike. When it comes to like black issues, people don't give a shit. <laughs> Unless it's a black man getting going down. Most dirty time, they're gonna come back. Uh, Pedro, Lee Leemson coming back. The thing is, yeah, he, he'll be back. But when I say back, it's like where he was now, which. That, that movie, honestly, Cold Pursuit, it, it wouldn't have made that much money anyways. He's not as big as he used to be when, when like, Taken was his peak. He's kind of been on the downslope. He comes out with action movies on the regular, and they were, like, not making that much money. So, yeah, I think he'll just stay back to the normal, you know, mediocre action movies that not too many. I, I think he's a, a few steps away from doing the STD movies, straight-to-DVD movies like Van Damme and Seagal and Michael J. White and all that shit. So... Yeah, he'll be back, but not. But it, it like nothing happened, pretty much. I, I'll agree with that statement. He'll he'll stay in the lower yeah. tier movies, whatever. Now, video on demand with uh, Kevin Hart. Let's go back to Kevin Hart. Yeah, yes. it's a it was a weird situation because he was like, "I'm not apologizing. I'm not gonna apologize." Those like, those tweets were a long time ago, and, and I apologized already back then. I'm gonna step down, right? So he steps down, and then he apologizes like that was a so week stupid. later or like a couple days later. It's like, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah, he goes, I'm sorry that I hurt people. I am evolving and want to continue. I'm like, you could have fucking said this the first time. Right. And then, and then, like, he apologized, like, like twice, like, like th- or three times. He apologized way too much. And at the end of the day, it's just like, you, you're doing it at this point just to do it. And you're not, because a lot of gay people were offended by it. And so I agree at the end of the day, like, they're jokes. So he's allowed to tell jokes. That has nothing and to do with past, the, you know. What I'm saying, yeah, like, and that has not, nothing, that has not nothing to do with, with the like character he is, the person he is now, or his character. And so I understand that they could be harmful for the gay community and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like he has the right to do that, and I think it's, I think they're fine. I don't think it's a big deal. So what if someone says a racist joke? I think that's ban them for life. But there's double standard. Then he could, he could talk Absolutely. shit about homophobia, I, but I he can can't talk about shit about race. Pretty much. Mike agrees he has a double standard for that. He's yeah, been so agreeing since the yeah, beginning. You, you, can't, you can't get him on this already. He's no, no, I'm uh, saying, I, I just, I, I want to ask him the question. Yeah, definitely. I have, when it comes to race, definite double So for standard. you, there is certain limits to saying, to the joke wise. And, and just to be more explicit on, not more explicit, but um, explain a little more on my double standard. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to race, any 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 race other than other than black people, of course. No, it's not okay to make jokes, but but for us it's okay. So black people can make fun of black people, essentially. Or any other race for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Bill Burr's a few couple black jokes that are pretty fucking funny. What Bill Murray? I hate that guy. Bill Burr. You don't like Bill Burr? Bill Burn. Uh, I love Bill Burr, he's so fucking funny. Um But yeah, I mean I, I do feel like like Kevin Hart. You know, I, I, again, I hate that backlash, right? Of people bringing resurfacing shit that you've said. Nobody's jokes from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Like, none of those jokes are a different time, different place. There's a much less PC time. So yeah. you're, going to, you're going to find jokes that you're were more edgy. To, dude. They're, 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 go, they're highly edgy. You and know it's what like saying? the instant reaction is to, oh, fuck this person. But like it's the time period. Like you have to have that mindset. Like if you look at comedies from like the seventies and eighties, they're fucking crazy. 
Like that, that shit would, would never not fly. fly. Not, I, not. I also think history kind of repeats itself because you know the stand-up comedians like back then, like in the fifties, you can't say bad words and shit like that, and they were like, "Oh my god, you can't even say that." And then it was like, now you could say everything. And then yeah. now it's like, wait, now you can't say this. So it's just history repeating itself. I, I think it's going to loop back eventually to where everything is free, free game. And then it'll loop back to something is the line that they'll yeah, cross. But it's different now when everyone has access to everything and can yeah. hear, can find what you said from years ago, can hear what you're saying now. It's and, and can react to what you can tell you how they feel about what you said. Yeah. And it's just crazy because, like, as a comedian, their job is to push those boundaries, right? That's the whole fucking that's point the of being comedian, a comedian. That's what the best comedians are able to do. Yeah, as a comedian, you need to tote that line, right? That yeah. let's push these boundaries. Let's let's you know, uh, 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 Pedro just mentioned right now, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle was fucking famous for pushing those boundaries. Eddie Murphy was famous for pushing those boundaries. All these people have been famous for pushing those boundaries because they're stepping the comedy game up to a different yeah. level, right? So, like, I feel comedy is one of those things that has that, that, like, thin line of what could be a joke and what cannot be a joke, right? Yeah. But they, they, they should be able to joke about anything and everything. I feel like everything should be on the table for a comedian. Yeah, I agree. Of course, you know, how do you, how do you live your life outside of that is the key, right, essentially. So, Kevin Hart. Do you think he has a? Uh, I mean, do you think is gonna further affect his career? No, that's just not gonna affect him at all. Orlando, even Jumanji, Jumanji too. He's fine, dude. He's perfectly fine. It, it's not gonna affect him at all. It, it was just a, a, a hiccup, and and he's he's back. And I'm glad it was a fucking hiccup. I just, I just think at the end of the day, like he should have just recognized the, at the end of the day, like. But I don't feel he should have apologized for it. I don't think he should have apologized. Should be like, that's how my 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 routine yeah. was back then. But it is not who I am now, and it's not even what I'm talking about. Yeah, now, I don't think know? he should apologize. There's ways you can speak about it without apologizing. Yeah, for sure. Like you know, hey, I'm you got offended. That's not what I meant. These are jokes. This is what I do. Yeah. Wish you all the best. You know, let's keep yeah. it moving. And Positive you know, vibes. Keep it moving. If I did or say felt that way yeah. before back then, I don't feel yeah. that way now the, because the, the thing was that person. like. When he apologized, it was more deflecting. Like, I'm a grown man. I don't know why this is happening to me. Y'all got to grow up, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're not listening to people. That's the only thing. His, his apology to her. He was too defensive. Yeah, it was too defensive. You're not listening. It's like, hey, you got offended. My, you know, not my bad, but these are, you have to understand these are jokes. This is not who I am. Yeah. I have you know, love for everybody. You could, you could, you could thread that line of like not really apologizing, but also keeping your like, you know, keeping your your dignity, your dignity intact. Yeah. All right. I might guess something to say. No, he he had to apologize. The same reason Disney had to. Well, you guys feel Disney had to fire James Gunn is the same reason Kevin Hart had to apologize. At this point, he's too he's too mainstream. There are too many eyes on him for him to not not apologize mm. in this kind of situation. He's as far as comedians go. As far as black comedians go, he's he's the biggest one. He's, he's probably the biggest ever at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's at the level of like you know, Eddie Murphy back in the day. Yeah. was he's had the so highest as career. People, as many people pay attention to Kevin Hart, he had to apologize. There was no way he wasn't going to apologize. Mm. Even when he his initial reaction, which probably was because he had his phone or whatever, he just wanted to go on Twitter and say "fuck y'all." I don't need to apologize. That I felt was was a little rash, a little premature, and it kind of triggered the whole thing more than what so, it was. Exactly. To be. So he had to double down with apologies after that. Yeah. 
I guess yeah, so. that's what he fucked up on. Where yeah. he was just like, he was super defensive. He's like, y'all, you know, I'm a grown man. I'm how y'all get offended over 20 years of jokes, blah blah. So what I do? It's just like you're not listening. And then I guess after a while, he started listening and he started apologizing. Yeah. He he, 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 didn't, you, he he didn't go the James Gunn route. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up. You gotta just shut just up. Just shut man. the yeah. fuck up. That's all you gotta do, and and let it pass. I think I think one of the best things to do is when it comes to these uh, these apology tours that people men are doing now, mostly men is you stay humble, apologize at first, admit fault when you can, and then try to show that you're doing better. And you're different. And that uh, you're different. I think, well, now when, uh, maybe before we jump on to somebody else, when someone who did have a good apology to her, you know, the creator from uh, Rick and Morty, Dan Harmon. Uh-huh. So I'm not sure if you guys know this, but when he worked, worked for Community, he had a writer... Okay. And she accused him of sexual, not sexual assault, but like harassment. Sexual, sexual harassment, sexual advances. And he apologized. He admitted what happened and then he apologized. And he had her, he actually had her on his podcast to talk about it. Oh, shit. So basically, like. And he, like, he went in. On yeah, it. she was, he was making advances to her, like, hey, like, we should go out to eat. We should do this, you know, blah, blah. I like your work. You should get a bonus. And he, she was like, look. I don't know how this is making me feel uncomfortable because I don't want to go out with you, but also you're my boss. And if we go out together, like, it's just going to feel weird. And then if you tell me I'm doing a good job, are you telling me that because you want to sleep with me or you're telling me that because you like my work? Like, I can't work for you like, under these conditions. And he felt like, what the fuck? I, you know, I love you. We've been together. We've been working together for X amount of years. You know, kind of like playing that nice guy role. Like, I'm so nice. Why yeah. aren't you fucking me? <laughs> yeah. Kind of vibe. And he admitted to all that. Like he thought he admitted like, Hey, I thought if I acted like this, I could get this out of you. I could be this to you. And I'm sorry for that. And they had a big discussion about it. A big, like, Hey, like how did this make you feel? Okay. I'm sorry. That made you feel this way. This is why I was thinking, how can I be better? And they had a huge discussion on that. That's and awesome. That's one of those things where he had a, he even wrote a, he first wrote an article about it. Then he had it on the podcast to talk about it. Where he admits everything, like I messed up. This is what my 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 uh, process, my thought process was. I didn't know. For you, it meant this. Let's talk about it. And that to me was, it hasn't really got highlighted in public space. And that's crazy, right? So yeah. maybe he did all the right thing, all the right moves that kind of dissipated his situation. Right? Was this pre Me Too movement? I think it was during Me Too, like after Me Too, right after, right? Maybe like a year after Me Too. Jeez, I never heard of this. And that's why but, he probably made all the right moves that people were like, oh, let's not, let's not say anything about it. It's funny because the Vic and Morty fan base gets a lot of trash for being douchebags. Assholes, essentially. And, and, it's, and it's funny that the creator tends, like, tries, hey, listen, let's not, not be douchebags. Um, so I think that's how you do it, you know, yeah. essentially. Like, well, you, face it. You face, you face it. And you know what? It's even better what he did is that he actually had a conversation with her about it. Right. Because a lot of people try to avoid the person they quote unquote dish said something to. And he was like, yeah, I fucking did it. Let me fucking sit down with her and have this conversation about it. Right. Let me discuss what happened because with the, her. The, the and thing- that is such a powerful thing right. for both parties, essentially, right? Because one, as an accuser, you're facing the person you're accusing. And as, an, as a person that you know, you're accused of, you're like, oh, then let me, cover, let, me, let me face what I did. Let me talk to you about this. Right. And hopefully we have closure on it. And actually discuss what actually happened right. and how the, we both felt. The thing is, it's it's difficult for people to admit fault 
And especially yeah. in a public space, especially now where with this climate where everyone just tears you down, it could be demoralizing to hear all of that about yourself and then to be so open of like, yes, I did do this. Yes, I went through this. Yes, I'm sorry. And then people attack you about it. And then you have to go and, oh, now you want, now you want me to do an interview with that person where they attack me more and I have to be apologized again. A, lot, a lot of people don't have the skin for that because it's hard to have those conversations in, in private and in public. So, and it's an honest conversation. Right. It's, not like a, I'm accusing, you're accusing, and we're both being defensive. It's easier to deflect and be defensive and to, to stay on the high ground. So, yeah. All right. So, bringing it back to comedians, Roseanne. Oh, man. This is a, there's a lot of comedians on this list, by the way, because I have a few. So, from what I recall, uh, recall um, she, worked on, she was working on, on the show Roseanne. Huge success, mega hit when it came out. All people were watching it. And Roseanne's always been recently known for bizarre tweets, kind of conspiracy, conspiracy tweets. Uh, she supports Trump, which is already not looking good in this climate. And she had a tweet comparing a senator to a Planet of the Apes uh, figure. Yeah, yeah, pretty much so, comparing her to a primate. Right, so she... Um, I gotta look up the tweet, but Pretty much she um, compares, basically is saying that she's in cahoots with Israel and there's um, something going on and she's, it's like Israel and meets Planet of the Apes. Yeah, she's always been fucking crazy, so. So this standard that she's commenting on is a black person and for eons, black people have been compared to apes and monkeys and gorillas. And so obviously. It's a sensitive subject. Everyone is like, this is fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Her defense was, it's not racist. She didn't even know she was black, uh, supposedly, even though she is highly political. So here's the tweet. It says, uh, it was against Valerie Jarrett, an African-American woman who was a senior advisor to Barack Obama throughout his presidency. And the tweet wrote, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. Right. So, yeah, so... She, her response was, I'm not racist. I didn't know she was black. It was something, the, the Planet of the Apes movie, the political, because Planet of the Apes has some political, like, statement towards it, you know? Right, slavery. Yeah. And so she was just like, oh, you know, this is not about that. It's what about the movie represents and what's happening in Muslim. So that's what I'm talking about. And then people are like, no, dude. Like, even if you are, you're an idiot for even mentioning apes al- 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 along with a black person. Absolutely. And so... Her apology to her was fucking horrendous. It was terrible. Horrendous. She deflected. And, and then she, she said, oh, she was on uh, so, so, some drug Xanax or Ambien. Yeah, she was, on, she was Ambien. on Ambien to sleep. Yeah, which people do say when you're on Ambien and you, you force yourself not to sleep, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to say some crazy shit. And supposedly shit. she was dr- drinking as well. Yeah, so, so yeah, um, it's a cocktail of fuckery, but, 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 but you day, fucked up. At the end of the day, if I'm drunk and I hit somebody or I make a move on somebody or I do something... Which, stupid i have to pay for those consequences right. i have to pay for like the repercussions of my actions and to say oh well i was on this drug and i was well i'm sorry but you your laptop was on was on you should have turned off your laptop let the battery die like or you turn off your phone like you 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 literally drunk text text right. and drunk like you're yeah you, yeah you, uh, being drunk is an excuse to do yeah it's not shit so at the end of the day she didn't have 
Mike. Yes, it is. It's, it's very much an excuse to do dumb shit. <laughs> only, only, only when you send that, are you, are you, are you up? And you up text. That's the only reason you can do that. Now nah, you just send the eye emojis now. <laughs> oh shit! I did not know. What, what emojis? Uh, the eyes looking to the side. Yeah, oh. just the eye emojis. No, no more. What's up? No more eggplant emoji. Interesting. Kids today. Nah, the nah, not the eggplant one. No, no, man, in not the eggplant climate, one. You crazy. In in this in this climate. The models. Oh, okay, I know you're talking, know you're talking up, about. Up the eyes right now. So yeah, she had a whole apology tour, and it went terrible. She lashed out at reporters. She even has a one famous like uh like reporter scene where she literally yells out, "I didn't know she was fucking black," or "I didn't know she was black." It's just like, "Yo, chill the fuck out." And a lot of people defended her. Uh, Monique defended her saying that if it wasn't for Roseanne, she would never have gotten the Monique show that Monique was at her side. You know, I mean, that Roseanne was at her side through all like through her issues as well. So some people defended her. Um, she had an interview with Joe Rogan, like maybe a few months ago. Everyone does. And I thought it was fucking. <laughs> That's how you know you're at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. I mean. Joe Rogan is not bottom of the barrel, man. No, Joe Rogan, to me, Joe Rogan right now, like... But people usually go there for, to get their, set of the, their, their side of the story. Well, because he allows people to speak. Exactly. But my, my thing, at least, um, I, I like Joe Rogan. I like Joe Rogan, but at times, I'm just like, nah, fuck this dude. And at that interview, he failed tremendously without calling, because he did not he, call he her out. He didn't call her out. He didn't attack yeah. her. Yeah. I mean, not that no, he not didn't attack her, but like, ask her the hard-hitting questions. Right. He allowed... He allowed her to like to take charge of the interview. Not really. What it, what it was is like she he was like, hey, oh, I understand you were drunk, so I I get it. Like how how people cannot understand that that, ha- that happened to you. It's just like, dude, at the end of the day, you have to be responsible. Like I know that's your, that, that's his friend, but tell her, hey, you're you're responsible for that shit. And at the end of that interview, she even they were talking about something, and it was one of those things where she. Got, she took something the wrong way of a certain like political um, issue, and and he was like, "Don't you see the similarities? How people are taking things the wrong way and making it seem like it's bigger than what it's not?" And she's like, "No, this is different. This is blah blah." blah. It's like he kind of called it out on it, but not really. And it's like, "Yo, you couldn't literally said, hey, I'm sorry, but yo, this is is kind of racist. How do you not see this as racist? Let's talk about it." And blah blah, blah. but. He allowed her to talk about, like, she had a lot of mental issues growing up. She was, you know, she has, like, uh, head injuries, and she forgets things, and she's old. I don't know. It was kind of, like, kind of allowing her to be, like, to play victim to all of this. And, but it's, like, you have to be responsible. Even if you don't, if you didn't know what you said was racist, at the end of the day, you have to realize, at the end of the day, when you do something and you don't realize it offends people, you have to at least sit back and analyze Okay, why does it offend you? And do you have even if you don't have merit, find out like okay, why does it offend you? And if you can at least not backpedal but find common ground in that. Like, oh, okay, I understand why this offends you. My bad, you know? But instead now the people just deflect and it's like, "Oh, well, I didn't mean that. You got offended, that's not my fault." And it's like you're not listening to the people then. You're not listening to the public. And at the end of the day, actors most of the time make their money from the public. So you should listen to what they got to say. Mike. She's racist. Get the fuck out of here. What, are you, what else is there to say? <laughs> yeah, I think she's racist. She's, she's, she's done, in my opinion. She's done. She's done. 
She's absolutely done. They redid the show without her, right? Yeah, they did. They, they redid the show without her, but apparently has lower ratings than the initial show had. Funny thing though, on that tour, on that um podcast, she is doing comedy tour, and she is having people come to shows. But at the end of the day, we're also in a climate where people bash on you so hard, but people also support you so hard because you are bash on you. Yeah. So you have like. Like those angry white Trump supporters that would literally hold you on a pedestal and keep you alive afloat just right. for like, just so you don't drown in of like, of course there's always an audience for, for every side. Yeah. So, but will she bounce back? No, no, not in the spotlight. What? Not spotlight. Yeah, I mean, wise. you could even, like you were talking about, you could even see that with, with Trump now, like everybody, you know, his strong supporters are his strong supporters yeah. and they're quote unquote propping him up essentially, you know? So you still see that even now. Of course. Um, we have a few more. Let's do a quick rundown. Uh, so. <laughs> OJ Simpson. OJ, OJ Simpson never came back. Dude, get the fuck out of here. He did come back. He bounced back. No, he didn't. Dude. That he nigga was never out here back. until he started robbing people in Vegas. He bounced back. Man, Cuba Gooding Jr. playing as you is not bouncing back. <laughs> His story is everywhere. <laughs> if anything, Cuba Gooding Jr. bounced back because of him. <laughs> but then he, I, think he, I think he also did something stupid and he kind of dropped down again. He got drunk and they don't win yeah, on a tirade. Yeah, the first time. And then, yeah, he, I think he He's a fucking somebody. idiot, dude. It's one of those things where people do a lot of these like, stupid shit. I'm like, why? Oh, I have a good one for you. James Franco. What James Franco did? He was racist? Get nah, him the he fu- wasn't oh, racist. Okay. Nah, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly how it went, but James Franco's being a creeper trying to hit on like underage girls. And I don't know how underage, 16, 17, something like that. He was like pretty much, you know. How old was he at the time? How, this was like a few years ago. Oh shit! Yeah, this is him like now. And the crazy part is, is that like the girls will say, "Hey, I'm 16." And they're like, "Oh, okay, so nobody has to know. Don't worry about it." Huh? James and he'll Franco? just keep and he'll keep hitting on them. So that was his controversy that kind of brought him down. And it's and it's this happened during uh the whole disaster artist that that type of thing. Yeah, he won. Uh, he won for for disaster artist on the Golden Globes, and in the day after, all this shit started coming out, and everyone was like, "Oh shit!" And that's why. He got um, completely blackballed out of the uh, the Oscars. He, his movie and him and everything was completely kicked out of the Oscars. They were like, "Yo, that's some weird pedo shit." He was he was being a creep. James Franco. James fucking Franco, man. Oh, he can come back. He's he's fine, dude. He's I, yeah. He, five women accused him of inappropriate and sexually yeah, exploitative. I behavior. think in I look it up. I'm to make sure. I think in because he also is a teacher for NYU or yes. some New York school. It, it's and, it's an acting school in uh, in LA. And so he had a sex scene that was pretty forced upon and not forced upon, but obviously it's like a sex scene where he a girl has to like do a few things, and he was very forceful. With her, I understand it's acting, but she thought it was a little bit too far. So that's probably one of the accusers from what I'm, I'm aware of. So he had that onset issues with actresses with weird shit like that, that he was going too far or like he was being, you know, too sexually over whatever. And then he had, you know, the underage girls also through like texting, uh, um, direct yeah. message on, yeah, on Instagram. On Instagram. I, I do think that... Um, He'll be fine because no one's talking about it anymore. Well, he hasn't done anything he's since induced, that controversy. He's in due season two. He is, but but that's and also HBO. HBO. HBO said that they were gonna allow him back, but it was it was um, he was already you know he had a contract for the deuce. He was a big part of season one deuce, 
But season one, season two, and I think season three, he kind of like they drifted him apart, and they made um the the actress what's Maggie, her name Maggie Gyllenhaal Maggie Gyllenhaal the the main actress when it was actually supposed um, to be James, James Franco. Franco. As far as marketing material, he was completely non-existent from it. Because I remember seeing trailers for it, and I'm like, isn't James Franco still? Did they kill him off? And then I looked at him, I'm like, oh, no, he's still in it. But they they stayed away from him. Right. I, th- I think he'll be fine, honestly. I think... Um, I, I, I think it'll pass. Yeah, like, I think it'll pass. It hasn't got picked up again. Um, so but, I think- but, but I can already see he's been doing some weird... Like, he did some weird indie film that, like... They didn't hit anywhere. And he, he always did indie, weird indie films, though. Yeah, he's, he's known for doing weird. But wasn't films. that filmed before the controversy, and it became an indie film because of the controversy? I think so. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. And then uh, the Buster Scruggs movie, he was in it, but that movie took years to make, so that doesn't count. Yeah, I, he's out of it, but yeah, he could bounce back. I I don't know if he will bounce back past indie scene, but he can. I think. I mean, you have to rehab your identity essentially. I think he'll bounce back. I was just talking to somebody the other day talking about how they love James Franco. They don't care about this shit. This is true. Did they hear the controversy? It, uh, it probably, I'm assuming they didn't, but I've, I'm just finding out about this shit today, so I don't think it was as it was that out there. I, 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 you probably didn't read the news because it was pretty big in the moment, in the zeitgeist of it all. If I didn't hear about it, it wasn't that big. <laughs> He's good. But stop fucking texting underage girls. That's disgusting. Or being a fucking creeper on set, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, guys. All right, I'm I'm a hit while Armando, I guess, keeps looking for some. I'm a hit with some of the more obvious ones. Kevin Spacey. Shit. <laughs> fucking done. Yeah, there there, there there isn't much to talk about this one. Nah, it's funny because um the video he released, like yeah, where he's in playing character, in character. It was fucking weird, but god damn, he's just a good fucking actor. God fucking damn it, dude. He's like he's like cleaning knives and shit. He's like, did you miss me? I'm like, fuck yeah, I miss you, Frank Underwood. You sick, weird yeah. guy. But at the end of the day, you miss the character. Yeah, of course. Exactly. That's so why I said Frank Underwood, not fucking Kevin Spacey. Get the fuck go. out of here. You can separate the art from the artist. Uh, at some point. Now, now but, Kevin Spacey's like, did you miss me? You're like, oh, fuck no. You're yeah, fucking weird. He's, Stay away. He's fucking weird, man. He's not coming back for sure. If he doesn't, if he gets out of this uh, legal stuff, he just won't get hired anymore. But he's fucking set. He, he's untouchable. Like, nobody will fucking touch that guy. There is no fucking way Kevin Spacey comes back. I, I wish he had come back for the last season of House of Cards, but nah, that guy's not coming back. He's done. It's essentially kind of like Brian Singer. He's fucking untouchable, too. Nobody's going to touch Brian Singer. There, there was a movie that he did, Kevin Spacey did, like, last year that came out. And literally, not the one that they, like, replaced him with. There was another movie that came out. And it got, like... They didn't. Yeah, exactly. They didn't. There's, there's all the money in the world that he got replaced. There's a movie that came out. I think after that, it didn't get any, and no one talked about it. And it was shown in like a like couple movie theaters. I think one person saw it. Like one person is like, "I got you, Kevin." Yeah, I can look it up. But um, there's, yeah, there's a movie he did that um that they just didn't promote it because obviously it's Kevin Spacey. He was the main actor in that movie. Interesting. So. Yeah, yeah, he's not coming back. What happened with Brian Singer? Brian Singer is still making movies, isn't he? Brian Singer was actually attached. He was actually directing uh, Bohemian Rhapsody at the beginning of it, but he started having like problems with the cast and like not being on time and not showing up, and he kind of just disappeared. The reason why he disappeared was because he was uh, molesting and uh, having sex with underage boys. 
Huh? Um, and Jesus, then it just it was this people? fucking huge thing. Like the whole the whole allegedly, of course, you know, there's nothing, you know. Nah, he did it. But it, it's it, it comes to the point that like if there's more than five, like like there's more than three, more than five, and more than ten, and you fucking did it, dude. Like he did Days of Future Past. Yes. He yeah, did. he did that shit, man. I can tell. Yeah. That is disgusting. And then he did a, Apocalypse, which was terrible too. Oh shit. No, no. There's a few Lock was great. Up. Apocalypse sucked. But again, it comes down Not to like he First he did class. a lot of fucking crazy shit with underage boys, and it kind of like he's and he's been doing it for years, and it's been this known thing for years. Even uh, Rami Malik, because he was in Bohemian Rhapsody, even he said that he's fucking weird. So, and uh, I want to say that he said that he kind of like tried some shit with him too. And Rami Malik is already kind of weird as it is. Yeah, yeah. So like he he fucking uh, he's not coming back. His allegations are too many and they're too crazy, and he's not coming back. Thing so, is, these these allegations have been jumping around for a long time. Like there's always been whispers and rumors about him. Uh, even I remember when Days of Future Past was happening, there were rumors about it too. But people just kept you know shrugging their shoulders on it. But I think this Bohemian Rhapsody thing, I think this was like the final straw for for uh, at least Hollywood to go. Nah, he's fucking done. He's done. Isn't he married? No, oh, okay. he's never been married. That's the the sign, bro. Kevin Spacey was not married at all. I'm like fucking creeper. Yeah. So the we I was talking about where Kevin Spacey uh, last movie he, he came out, came out with um, after the allegations was a uh, billion billionaire boys club. Never heard of it. It was made for because they're not gonna promote it. <laughs> it was made for fifteen million dollars. It it uh, made two point two million dollars. And it was called Boys Club. Yeah, that was a fucking nightmare waiting to happen. If that would have released yeah. Kevin Spacey with anything with boys, oh, in they it? released it in theaters. It's just you know, wow, that's crazy. Who's gonna fucking watch it? I got another one, Louis C.K. Dun 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 dun. I was waiting for this one. So <laughs> he was just waiting to talk about Louis C.K. <laughs> I don't know, man. Louis coming back. Louis coming back for sure. Do I? But not in the mainstream popularity he had, oh, but maybe as just a comedian. No, yes, exactly. Comedian, like but a, that's a, all a that matters. To, that's what that's what matters to him because he, mainly that, that is what matters to him. Yeah, his 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 spotlight is comedy. At the end of the day, even if he's not writing comedy or doing having things on TV, his money maker is comedy. So like, if people come to see you. You're set in that sense. Really quickly, recap what was up with Louis C.K.'s so, blacklisting. So, um, he was accused of masturbating in front of women. Like, I think Of his two, assistants and stuff like yeah, that? Two, well, two other comedians, actually. Two comedians came up and they were like, hey, um, he masturbated um, in front of me. And that, that was also, the, he, he masturbated on a phone call with somebody. Right. That they were on the phone and he started masturbating and the person was listening to him masturbating and shit. Right. Apparently it was known within like Hang the- up the fucking phone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what what, is, what world are we living in? <laughs> They're like, oh, he, so he molested nah, me through I the phone. Go. Do your shit. Call me back. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> I agree though. I agree, Mike. If, if I'm on the phone with somebody and I hear you masturbating, I'm like, all right, I'm going to hang up right now. I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm not even telling you like, what the fuck are you doing? He's, like, hey, he's doing something weird shit. I'm going to hang up on this motherfucker. Um, also like he also, uh, it was known within the circle of the comedians that he liked to do that type of shit, like masturbating in front yeah, of like people. Yeah, like Sarah, Sarah still admitted, well, she said that he would ask, Hey, you want to, is it cool if I masturbate? She'd be like, yeah, sure. Whip it out, bro. I don't care, Louie. And they've been friends for fucking years. So right. like he would just, he would just, he would masturbate in front of her and she didn't give a, she didn't give a, give a shit. But he, oh, had, he, he also masturbated into a plant. 
when he was with talking to some other girl too, some shit like that. Wasn't the plant uh, Harvey Weinstein for though? Like that, you don't have to. <laughs> I, I actually think the plant was Harvey Weinstein, but tomato, tomato, right? But there, there are places you can go that people would be happy to, to let you do that, especially with all that money. What the? Why do you have to do it with the people that don't want it? That's it's true. I don't yeah. think he's he's gonna come back though. He'll be back. He'll bounce back. It's fucking weird, but I don't think it crosses the point of no return. Um, you know, because because th- there's that line where you're like, "Damn, you crossed it," but you can cross back. So, so and then there's the one where you cross and you're like, "Yo, fuck that." I I, I don't think he's at the fuck that stage. So what he did, he I think he started off right and then just he what he did, he admitted to the um allegations. He said that this. this has happened right he admitted it right off the bat right. which surprised everybody he wrote an article about it basically like yeah i did do this i um i used my power against these women to put them in situations yeah he doesn't really apologize to them he just admits that i use my power for like my benefit only and to humiliate these women yeah so he does that he he goes ghost he as any comedian does starts doing pop-up shows and works out his comedic routine and articles start popping up that he's back. People are fucking pissed that he's like doing comedy and yeah, saying that he hasn't learned. And then obviously his comedy is always been raunchy. His comedy has always been, always. I want to say he even did a joke where he's like, yeah, we just want to just whip it out. And then it's yeah. like, Oh, okay. His comedy's always been intense. His comedy's always been like raunchy. His comedy's always been like vulgar. And like, I-, I would say he's kind of on Bob Saget's route of like, right. Fucking crazy jokes. And it's not, and if it's not vulgar, it's just in like intense. And so I remember he, um, he has a comedy sketch about, uh, the Parkland shooting about like how these kids uh, got shot and it's like oh like how like basically saying like um, pretty much making fun of them the park the, the Parkland survivors the Parkland shoot that happened mm, I and actually was, didn't know about that and he was making fun of them and stuff like that and, and, and that's after all of that I'm this assuming is, this, this, is, this is this is currently this is like maybe like a, f- a few months ago oh shit where like his, someone recorded his stand up and they got leaked online and so people were listening to it Um, I haven't heard it I've heard other comedians talk about it and they said it's funny but at the end of the day, like it's comedy. You're right. a, you should be allowed to joke about these I, things. I can't remember what comedian said it, but a comedian was pretty much saying that as a comedian, you have the power to say whatever you want, anything goes, but that doesn't mean you have the power to be free from consequence. So it's gotta the be careful. Parkland shooting? That's wild. I, I honestly I never found him funny. I don't get the hype behind Louis C. K. But you, you didn't like Pooty Tang shooting? You didn't like Pooty Tang? Pudi-tang he wrote it. Am- he wrote it? Shit. The funniest thing he's ever done in his entire life. Other than that, I don't like Louis. I don't like his stand-up. Let me just say that. I don't okay, like his stand-up. Okay. I was going to say, why do you think him and Chris Rock are so tight? Because of that. Okay. Even Chris Rock defending him was kind of weird to me. There's a there's an interview with Chris Rock, Louis C.K. And Ricky Gervais. No, and no, dude. And Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry, But Ricky Gervais is in that one, too. Oh, uh, really? Where they all start saying the N-word. Yeah, and then so he was just yeah. like, he's talking to Chris Rock, and he's just like, yeah, this is with an R, so I don't like saying with an R, but he's like, yeah, you're my nigga, right? But like, Chris Rock is just laughing, laughing, laughing. Like, right, and, 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 and then Ricky Gervais jumps in, and Seinfeld's like... And Seinfeld is the only one. Your, your homie Seinfeld, who, who you think is racist, is just like, whoa, I don't think we should be, call, to, be talking like this. He, yeah. he literally was just... He, the. His, his he was face, a voice of reason. His face was so uncomfortable, dude. I'd never seen someone look... And you're around, you're, this co- comedians are around other comedians, so it's just like bros around bros, 
And he was like, whoa, this is too much for me. I can't. Yeah, they're all saying the word. And he's like, I'm not comfortable with saying it. I, I don't like saying it. I don't like saying it. That's what he kept. He kept repeating that. I don't like saying it. I don't, I don't feel comfortable saying yeah, it. Yeah, and basically like Louis C.K.'s thing was like, oh, you know, I've been, I'm boys with Chris Rock. I get a pass. Kind of like, yeah, right. And then Chris is like, yeah, you know, he basically like, yeah, Chris, I'm your nigga, right? He's like, Chris Rock is like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was real disappointed in Chris Rock for that one. <laughs> yeah, so in the comedy world, Louis is a god. Like other comedians, like comedy, like it's a not tight niche, but they all they're all like boys. They're, they're, they all like know yeah, each other. They're all yeah, they're, they're, they're all, all buddies. They all know each other, and they and all, they all they all back each other up. Yeah, they're all gonna back each other up. He, he Louis C.K. is gonna be fine in the comedy world within that circle. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And which, um, like you said, is all that matters. Yeah, I I just with him, I just think that he could have done it better, but. With articles, he was making fun of his like people are like offended by his comedy. Like if you're offended by his comedy, you never heard his comedy before because the jokes he says now is Louis C.K. in 2015, it's Louis C.K. in 2016, and it'll be Louis C.K. in 2020. But it's like it's like the the controversy that uh, 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 Dave Chappelle had when he released his Netflix specials and people were talking shit about like how he was talking shit about you know everybody homophobia, race, trans, all this shit, and then like but. That's Chris Rock. I mean, that's that's Dave Chappelle. He's been doing that since exactly. the beginning of his fucking career. And you can't come into his comedy now and be like, oh, I'm offended by his comedy. But then you haven't heard him 20 all these years ago. Like, that's who he is. That's his brand is to fucking say shit like that. His show, Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle's show, was all about that controversial shit. Yeah. The he- white supremacists, the fucking racial draft. Like, like what... Don't you understand about Dave Chappelle that that's who he is? He has a joke in the second stand-up on Netflix where he's talking about the Louis C.K. stuff. And um, he was saying that the girls were like, oh, I had a quick comedy because Louis C.K. masturbated in front of me. And his joke was just like, oh, if that if Louis C.K., if you had a quick comedy because of Louis C.K., you're not meant for comedy. Like, <laughs> And it's fucking but, funny. But, but I also think he said the joke is like, just walk away. Yeah, like, just walk like, away. Like, he's like, oh, he whips it out and we're like, walk away. <laughs> and, and then hang up the phone. Yeah, like if that's your biggest struggle while trying to get into comedy, then this shit definitely isn't for you. Yeah, that's basically, uh, it was fucking funny. It all comes back to the comedy game like we talked about in the yeah. beginning. It, it's, I, think, I think at the end of the day. Like as far as comedy, I think it's a different world yeah. when it comes to this stuff. I think he's going to be fine. I just think he could have handled it better but i agree he could have handled it better yeah but, but what he'd be fine how did he not handle it better he just literally disappeared he apologized and he, he was ghosted well like i said he didn't really apologize he admit he admit what he did and then there's ways you can do it like i said you can he didn't pull a dan Harmon. right you can do and speak about the errors of your ways it's kind of like you're like you know what i'm gonna go fuck it i need money let me start working and get some money that's basically what happened it was kind of like he took a hit on his pay, on his bank account. He was like, "All right, let's let's get back in there." And it's kind of like, you know, with the climate, you could have done something better in terms of like publicity of like, okay, let me show people I've done better. But at the end of the day, you don't gotta do shit if you don't want to. Like it's your life. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have done better, but he didn't. Pretty sure he's gonna keep masturbating in front of people. So. If that if he's gonna keep doing that, don't apologize too much. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, keep doing your shit. It, it seems like a, yeah, just just do it to people that they, they, they want him to I do. I mean, it. it sounds like I mean, 
he asked it's his kink you know yeah that's that's it, it's, it's clearly an addiction he's had if this, if this was like uh sex education if he was a character in that show he probably cannot get he probably won't be able to have sex normally he probably has to like masturbate first oh. and only come to masturbation that's weird no I, I just think it's something more deeper than that it's like something something must have happened to him in like in the past or yeah. it has to be something deeper that he that is his kink like he that's his Way of getting off. I can understand masturbating, but then you're like, you like to masturbate in front um, of people. You, you guys don't remember that character from Sons of Anarchy that he'll just start talking to you and suddenly he'll do it without realizing he's doing it. And he just starts, he just puts his hand in his pants, starts going fucking going no, nuts. No, I never watched that. And everyone's like, yo, what the fuck? Well, people, they, they end up cutting his fingers off. <laughs> <laughs> like in the uh, show, but I never watched it. Now I don't but, plan but, to, but, but, but there's a character like that. And everyone's like, yo, what the fuck, dude? So yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about this a lot, so I'm going to end it on a very easy note. Mel Gibson. Yay <laughs> or nay? I mean, technically speaking, he did have a somewhat of a comeback with Hacksaw Bridge. And they, that movie, I think, was nominated for an Oscar. And he won, I think, for... No, I don't think he won. I don't won. think he won. He, he got nominated. nominated. He didn't even show up. He wasn't nominated. Uh, but yeah, definitely the movie got some love. But yeah, I, he, I think they tried as far as much as they could to stay away from the name. He, uh, He's back. He's been in Daydaker two. He's back, dude. I've seen him now more than ever, like in the last couple of years. I think so. Besides Daddy Daycare two and Hacksaw, I haven't Not seen Daddy him Daycare. in anything. Um, fuck. Um, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, the, the fucking Will Ferrell and uh, Mark right. Wahlberg one. Daddy Daycare is uh, the Eddie Murphy movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I just followed a Daddy's, Daddy's home. home. Daddy's home. I know. I was just following along with you. It's a Will Ferrell movie. I didn't watch that shit anyway. Yeah. I don't necessarily think he's back, but he had. He has a chance to get his career back in order. Right. It's just I, a chance. Yeah, I just think... Yeah, Expendables um, 3. He has a chance, but I don't think he's going to be anywhere near where he used to be. No, I feel like he'll do, like, guest spots, like, you know, supporting character with, like, supporting roles. I don't think he can carry a movie anymore. I don't think, like, yeah. if he comes out of his own movie, I don't think the he's going to be... The ultimate place that any actor would want to go after they've been blacklisted is Robert Downey Jr. That's the ultimate success story. Like, you got fucked up with drugs, but Robert terrible Downey to work Jr. with. Robert Downey Jr. was... He was bad, but he, was, he didn't do anything to, like offend the public you know and like i said at the end of the day the public is what makes you a star but like that's true he was hard to work with and it was more like a behind the scenes no one right. wanted to work with like, him exactly. but actually the public that's true and also the internet and twitter and all that shit wasn't nowhere near exactly where it was so yeah Robert Downey jr like what left in like the early 2000s and I, I, he got arrested if, he, if what happened to robert downey jr then would have happened now i don't think he would have had the fortitude he probably would have said some dumb shit on twitter by then and it probably would have been downhill so no, i think yeah. he got saved there was no internet yeah for sure and now he super keeps it super like he's pure private doesn't very talk about private because he knows better yeah i remember there was an interview where someone was pressing him about his dad like his relationship with his dad and he literally was like nah we're not doing this like oh he, yeah i saw he like took the mic down he's like yeah, okay he's, well, he's yeah. like, we're, we're done yeah, he's like, yeah, we're not doing this. Like, literally, um, he was looking at, like, his secretary or whatever. Yeah, like, like the publicist or something. Yeah, get... It's get funny, this. he had that weird face, like, what? Like, like, <laughs> why, like why are you asking me this? Like, who, who is this clown? Get him. Yeah, he is super private. He's never gonna... He knows better because he lost it all already. So he knows what it feels like to lose it all, go fucking to jail, rock bottom. Right, rock bottom. Come out and win it bigger than ever. Yeah, he's the, not... There are even Simpson jokes about, like... They, they heard like a, a gun shootout or whatever and they're like oh what is that oh look it's just Robert Downey Jr. having a shootout with the cops like that was those are the jokes back then because that's where they thought he would end up yeah so, so rock bottom he will never probably but, he probably will he's probably smart enough to never fall back into that unless like he 
But that, he's a sober. He doesn't drink or anything. So yeah, he's nah, he's, he's sober fine. and he plays it super safe. Yeah, even online. He, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he, it's he, super he is, just about work yeah. and it's nothing personal, nothing uh, out there. Yeah, he's the ultimate success story on redemption. Though, yeah, for, for sure. sure. But but you guys are right. He didn't really do anything in the public's eyes. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. And if so, he did, it would have been like what early to like mid nineties, late nineties, and or, so or, or, right. Yeah. It would have been such a long time ago that he could have come back by now. The Mel Gibson stuff was so <sighs> bad, and it was also the mid two. What was it like? No, it was, he was, was anti Semitic. No, but yeah, but when and, what and year racist. was that though? What what year like was it? Early two thousands. No, yeah, it was early was, early to mid two thousands because it was after uh, the Christ movie. Passion of the Christ. Yeah, it was after that. Definitely after. It was definitely after. It was Passion after Passion of the Christ. Christ. So that was like mid two thousands then, because I was in tenth grade, I think. So tenth grade was what? Oh four. Tenth grade, oh five. It was like oh yeah, something like oh four. So pretty much like almost like, well, like almost fifteen years, fourteen years. Yeah, so it's been a. It's a long time. Yeah, but you did offend a huge demographic. Two demographics. <laughs> exactly. The Jews. Black people. And black people. <laughs> and Jews. You know what I'm saying? Like, you were, yeah. you, you were fucking racist, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, You fucked up there. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's super fucked up on that side. Yeah, so but. that's the thing. Is you have to... You can get... Come, basically, the moral of the story is you can come back as long as you don't fuck up with the public's perception of yourself. Yeah. Like, and, and then tarnishing your brand name because your name is your brand. Right. So what you're trying to say is win the crowd, win your freedom. Gladiator. Oh, never saw it. What never the? Never saw it. Oh, my God. You guys are ridiculous. Great movie, man. Great movie. Um, But, yeah, th- I think this wraps up the topic. I think we overly discussed it, and we hit up a lot, a lot of interesting yeah. points here. Any, any, um, anything to say? Like, how, how does someone, what are the key points for you guys to winning back or coming out of the... the coming back well, into you, the public? You pretty guy. much just said it. You win the public. You win the crowd, right? So... The only way to come, it's a slow comeback. You have to do a slow comeback. And you have to start off by like the stupidest shit. TV. <laughs> which TV now isn't stupid anymore. TV is almost like movie level. So if you can so, make a hit TV. Case in point, she never did anything crazy. But Winona Ryder fucking had a comment almost the same thing as, as uh, Robert Downey. And she did Stranger Things. And it kind of brightened up her star. So when you say do something stupid, like, so you say go... So, so if you do something bad, just disappear, you know what I'm saying, and then start coming, start doing works as a sad character or supporting character, <laughs> a sad character, and then and then people <laughs> be like, oh hey, this is that person who went crazy a few years ago. Look how well they're doing now. It depends on the level of bullshit that you did, though. Oh yeah, of course. If you're uber racist, you're never coming back. <laughs> you're never you get the fuck, fuck out of here. Back. You're especially, out of the game, especially <laughs> if if you did. It, if you if you rape little kids, you're never coming back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you this shit like so, that. So so far, what I've learned so far to, as of today is things that are acceptable is um, talking to underage girls, James Franco, molesting. I mean, uh, masturbating in front of women, <laughs> Louis C.K. Uh, homophobic jokes, Kevin Kevin Hart. So. Pretty much pedophilia and racism is where racism. the line is crossed. All right, all that, right, cool. that pretty much seems to be the, the general consensus. Okay. As so, of right now. So from, Mike, from the examples you said? Absolutely. Yeah, Louis C.K. is not coming back. He's coming back within his demographic, which is but comedy. We, he was a mainstream star. 
He's never going to be a mainstream star again. Oh, I bet he will. No, I don't think so. I think so. No way. He's not coming. Dude, Eddie Murphy has never done... He was a mainstream star. And he never did anything. And he disappeared. But Eddie Murphy made shitty... Right, the thing is... If you it, get what I'm saying? Like, Eddie Murphy just made shit stuff. Like, he didn't... It, it, people still love Eddie Murphy. But he was a mainstream people star. People love Eddie Murphy. People are never going to bash Eddie Murphy. He is literally... He's literally a comedy king with only having two fucking specials. And but he again, he's fucking he's two a specials king and in people, comedy. He's not a king in mainstream. But it's because he did shit crap. He did yeah, shit. he did shit crap. But that's again, you lose a star that way too. So what I'm that's saying is that though. like, yeah, you, these people are probably gonna come back. Like again, Louis C.K. is probably gonna come back, but he's not coming back mainstream. He's coming back. As in the comedy scene in a comedy world, he's never coming back to what he used to be at his height when he was in fucking everything. I think as long as the content is good, content is, to a certain extent, content is what matters. If his content is good, I think he can bounce back. Especially especially what he can do is he can write something. Not star in it, write something. Have it be fucking funny as fuck. Write a movie. Have it be, have like small little text. Co-writer Louis C.K. Or or not even or not even like consultant Louis C.K. Just very very tiny. Have it be a big success, and he'll slowly wait. I don't I don't think he's ever gonna come back. I think he'll come come back back within his comedy field, but never in the mainstream eye. I do. So um, well, okay. So Mike, what do you? How do you think that? What is the road to redemption in your eyes? How can someone come back from being blacklisted? Uh, same shit Armando was saying. Um, first off, apologize, apologize, bow gracefully. Um, but I think disappear. Yeah, this definitely disappear. Don't start arguing with random ass people on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, bounce back, do little shit here and there. Not be racist. No, nah, if you're racist, you, you no, nah, you can still bounce back if you're racist. Fuck. I don't know, man. I don't. This period in time, I don't know. Because a lot of people who have been ousted right now are because of racism. Who's been so. ousted for being racist? Roseanne Barr. We just talked about it. Uh, She's not coming back. Damn, she was pretty right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. And, to a certain, to a certain extent, Mel yeah, Gibson right. still hasn't really recovered. He was super racist. If he, if he was just racist, he would have recovered. But because of the whole Jew thing as well, he's, he's, they got him the fuck out of here. Yeah, double jeopardy. You dude. might you might be right because yeah. <laughs> there is the stereotype that the Jews rule Hollywood, and if you piss that off, yeah. your road to Hollywood is pretty fucked. He he, by that definition, Hollywood is changing, and a lot of the old Jews are getting out a now. Jews, so but they ain't letting black people so, in. But but that but but that gives the opportunity for the black people to get in. But he was so also, you're telling me so that there is a chance for him to come back. Nah, he was so like, also you're telling me there's wife? a chance. <laughs> nah, man, he was beating his wife. He was racist. It was too much shit going on in that ring. <laughs> he was a cousin fuck. <laughs> yeah, nah, he he definitely isn't coming back. And like I said, I think that when it comes to black people, people are not really that sensitive to that matter. So with racism, especially if it's the black people, you can bounce back. Roseanne Barr fucked up because literally her, her apology to her was fucking ridiculous. You know, Liam Neeson, he's bouncing back. He'll be just fine. So it depends on the level of of racism and at who you're targeting to. You know, attack Jews, you're fucked. Attack uh, black people, eh. Attack maybe three, to, three of them together, like Asians, blacks, <laughs> and Hispanics, you're probably fucked. 
Look, I don't look know, at, dude. Look at Marky, uh, Mark Wahlberg, bro. He he beat up. He he actually back in like the '80s or early '90s, he beat up a, a Filipino dude, left him blind. That's some racist ass shit to I, him. I think it was a Vietnamese guy. A Vietnamese, a Vietnamese guy. And Mark Wahlberg is literally the highest paid, one of the highest paid stars right now. You can get, you can do a lot of good. You can, <laughs> you can do racist shit. Hey, in fact, you can probably. But again, that's back in the day. That was in the '80s. But still, but think about it. If like, that would happen, yeah. if, if that would happen right now, he's fucking dead. But he's but, dead to the world. But think about it like this though: he did that shit right and was and was fine, right? And he's but still we, fine. But we're talking about this time period is different, right? Though. Right? 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 Like, but but that's what I'm trying to say about Liam Neeson at least because Liam Neeson didn't punch anybody or anybody. He's was going to, but it gets that far. But but the thing is that Liam Neeson. <laughs> He's, so he's, he's, he's a known He's a popular actor But he's not a you know what? star The difference is also It's not something The the scandal is current But what The actual issue Isn't isn't current If it, if he was out This week Looking for a black guy to kill Done. I think I think he'd be cancelled But Done. because it happened blah, blah, 20 years ago He was racist yeah. I think that That was also a saving grace 40 years ago When, when everybody was racist He <laughs> well, was racist Everybody was racist 40 years right, ago right. <laughs> He's been, He's literally like In Scotland 40 years ago They They, 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 don't, never, have, they don't have That many black people back there They probably never seen Black people Like yeah. what the Get the fuck out of here mate. Yeah. Like who is this guy He probably I was looking For a black bastard 20 years ago <laughs> I'll allow it <laughs> yeah, 40 years ago Everybody was racist Yeah so. dude. And especially if you think About Ireland What are the chances You run into black people in Ireland. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. He was playing the odds in the streets every fucking day, <laughs> <But> okay? <laughs> he was rolling that dice. <laughs> but I don't think he was in Ireland at that point, come right? On, I think he was in the UK or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, so it depends on the subject matter. I just feel like when it comes to racism, you can bounce back depending on the issue. Um, and yeah, Pedro, what, what's the road to redemption in your eyes? Well, like you guys just said, pretty much... The road to redemption is pretty much what James Gunn did, essentially. Keep to yourself. Don't pick up. Don't pick fights with anybody. And and it fix the shit up with who you have to behind the scenes. Like obviously in the in the in the case of James Gunn, he was talking with Disney, stuff like that. He was he was smoothing shit over and waited for them to make the announcement and then you do a thank you afterwards for everything. It's just just shut the fuck up, essentially. I, I, I think that essentially is it because like like I said earlier, a lot of people dig their hole deeper and deeper and right. it just fucks them up. Fucks up their credibility. Uh, everything. So, that's 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 the main key, I think. Right on. That's it. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let us know if we missed any celebrities that were fucking idiots and destroyed <laughs> their careers. Let us know if we missed any of those guys. I'd like to know, and we'll discuss it next time. Um, you can follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram. We'll be posting more now. Give us some comments. We like it. Be right back. Till next time. Bye-bye. Later. Outro.